1: Jodie said to me today, I said, well, what are you talking about today? I said, we're talking about like mental health and therapists. We're talking about you, Jodie, like we always do. Yeah, 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 (laughs) you, you are my mental health problem. And then he went, oh, he said, well, if you need someone to tell you, you're mad, you're mad. So I was like, oh, cheers. Thanks. Thanks for that. That is just what I needed. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Oh Baby podcast with me, Shauna Phillips, and me, Holly Connolly. Welcome back guys and thank you for all the support we've had already. We're really excited to take you on this journey with us and all the highs and lows of motherhood and the roller coaster journey that is parenting. I know, I feel like this isn't our dirty little secret
2: anymore and it's very, very white. I feel very exposed. <laughs> I know. Like, we're not just doing this with each other anymore. <laughs> I'm waiting for social services to knock on the door now. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, the feedback has been immense and it's very... It's very humbling to know that, like, we're not alone, and yeah. people can relate. People can just put this on and just have a laugh. If we can be your little thirty minutes a week where you just laugh, probably we yourself, because I do do that quite a lot, um, then we are we are very happy to continue that. Um, but why don't why don't we start as we mean to go on with, like I always say, my favourite part of the podcast, which is the oh yeah and the oh no moments of the week that we have just lived.
1: Well, actually, I've got a really good one this week. Go on. I've had a breakthrough because Cece has got her two front teeth.
2: <gasps> yes.
1: You little show off. Oh, my God. Was she in pain? Oh, babe. Last week was hell. Like, I can't lie. Oh. It was one of the worst times ever. It was like, eh, 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 constantly and I was thinking, yeah. oh, my God. I've literally come to the end of the road here. Like, I can't tell <laughs> you how much I wish I was Jody. Jody's death. I wish I was Jodie. And uh, the wow. winging just got so bad. And then I went to put some of the ambersol on her the gums and I was like, what the bloody hell is that? Like, I'm not joking. A chainsaw. They are so sharp. These little like ridges in the bottom of her thing. And I was like, bruv, man's got <laughs> teeth, you know? They're like proper like little baby shark. I was thinking, oh. whoa, watch out. Yeah. So now, when you put your finger in her mouth, it, she's really biting down hard. She's got two there oh, and the fangs. So she's doing really well. She's acting like a four-year-old now. It's just weird. Like, they, she looks so grown up with these two teeth. Like, I can't imagine. I really can't imagine it. I know. So is that your oh yeah or your oh no? <laughs> uh, that's my oh yeah to make okay. up for last week's oh no. Right, and then okay. my oh no. Um, actually, uh, you know what? I don't have an oh no. Oh, we love that for you. Yeah, I don't have an oh no. I have two oh yes. And my other oh yeah was the midlife fringe, midlife crisis fringe. (laughs) I had my hair cut on Monday and I feel like a new woman. I took the time out um, to go and spend some time with my lovely hairdresser, Jo. And we got to talk about... Real Housewives for an hour, which was fantastic actually, to be able to just sit and talk bollocks. Didn't ask me about the baby because he doesn't care, which is great. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, I could sit and talk about absolutely mundane, boring conversations Mm -hmm. and walk out a new woman and I went and had a coffee and a full English afterwards, which was great. Well, I love that for you. What about you, babe? What are your oh yeah, oh no moments this week? So my oh no moment is
2: Lucia has a cold at the minute. She's all bunged up and snotty. Bless her. Um, So she's just she's going through it at the minute. I think she's teething. She hasn't got any teeth yet, but she's teething, and it's hard because like she's harder to settle. I'm like mm. stressed because I want her to be better, but I don't want to be stressed at her because she's bloody ill. So why would I be stressed at her?
1: Yeah, I just you, want you her. Can't
2: help it. No, I just want her to be better. And she had a cold not long ago, like literally last month. I thought that was me done for the winter, but yeah, she's got mm. a little one now. So I'm hoping that by the time we record next week, she will be a okay. Yeah, my oh yeah moment is definitely that I managed to conquer one of my biggest anxiety fears and that was go for a walk with her on my own i got my 10k steps in on my own with her and normally i only do it if i'm with my my friend my walking partner uh but she couldn't do it because one of her kids shit themselves um we've we've got that to come (laughs) so she was preoccupied (laughs) and i was like i was like do you know what I'm not gonna be able to do my 10k steps, but I'm just gonna go and walk and go and get a coffee. Got the coffee and I was like, do you know what? I could do one lap around the park, done the one lap. And then I thought, I can, I'll do this again. I can do it again. I'm okay. Done it. And when I got home, I felt like rocky that I had conquered it. Shauna, Shauna, can I just say, I actually cannot
1: believe you do 10,000 steps a day. Listen, this double chin ain't gonna burn itself off, babe and to get up and do that every day shauna is like something you should be really proud of thank you to get out the house and even and to even get that far yeah is something the rest of us are absolutely not doing i can speak on behalf of a lot of us well do you know what we're not doing
2: that you can do your 10k steps for weeks on end and you'll still get called a fat bitch on instagram there's (laughs) there really is no happy happy medium And that leads us into our therapy session (laughs) with Anna. (laughs) God, we need help. We need help. (laughs) We need help.
1: So, Shauna, as we have had discussions many a time before about our Menti Bees, <laughs> I am so excited to introduce Anna Martha, a therapist, our very first guest on the podcast today, to talk us through some coping mechanisms for how we have been feeling and maybe not how we should be feeling, but ways of overcoming those feelings in our guts.
2: I think you may actually be able to get another book out of just our two issues.
0: (laughs) Anna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's funny you say that because my books are literally built on my own challenges in motherhood. I use myself as the main case study. And I've cried today (laughs) as well because you just said that you'd had a bit of a breakdown. (laughs) I've cried today as well. Motherhood, it's a lot it's a
1: lot it is it's so much and i think we've been talking mostly about um anxiety surrounding our babies i mean i don't know if you want to leave with this one shauna um but you know you've, you've suffered loads with lucia haven't you babe
2: yeah i mean i feel like just adulthood in general i've kind of had bouts of like anxiousness just in life and i've kind of been able to get a really good grasp on it and i know how to pull myself out of those holes But that's when the anxiety was around me now the anxiety is surrounding someone who is more important to me than breathing and i just know that i can't make this world a safer better place for her and it terrifies me like lucia at the minute she's got a little bit of a cold and I'm going through what I did in the newborn stage where I'd be waking up, holding my hand on her chest to make sure she's breathing because I'm like, what if it's not a cold? What if it's something really, really sinister? And those thoughts were so overwhelming in the
0: first few days that now I'm back in that, uh, it's, it's it's overwhelming yeah, again. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? Motherhood just finds us feeling really vulnerable. Like suddenly, you know, we're grown yeah. ups moving around the world like grown-ups, and then suddenly we have a baby and the world can become a scary place again. There's all this risk. Yeah, You can't yeah. scroll through Instagram without learning about a whole new illness to add to your list of things that could go wrong. And it's like, how can you find- yeah, new fear unlocked. Exactly, new fear, new level, mm. unlocked, or remember to lie <laughs> awake at 2 a.m. overthinking that one. Um, and I think it's important, yeah. A, to know that this is understandable you're being challenged and stretched in a whole new way, and then winter comes with new bugs, and you know, you're navigating all of that, and it can take you back to those first few days where you just felt really hyper-vigilant. Yeah. So a few tips for you would be um, I love a little mantra, and my favorite one for things like this is I will cross that bridge if I get to it, because so many other things, those worst-case scenarios that we worry about don't actually happen. And also it's that reminder yeah. that you've crossed so many bridges in your life so far that at some point you would have been like, I could never go through that. I can never withstand that. And look, you've done it. Yeah. So I find that really yeah. helpful to just kind of ground myself.
1: I love that one.
0: Yeah, it's good, isn't it? I, I actually know
2: another one, go which on. is I've survived 100% yes. of my hardest days.
1: It's true. That's we, lovely. And how many times yeah. have you
0: said, Shauna, I can't do this? more than I could count. <laughs> and you did. And you challenged yeah. the narrative. And that's another tip, is that the hardest thing, I think, is as a mum and as a person, often we just want someone to come put their hands on our shoulders, look us in the eye, and promise us that it's going to be okay. Mm. And the same with, you know, mm. these coughs and colds. There's that part of you that's so scared and you want to just check her all the time. But then, you know, as you try and just... Coach yourself through that moment. Like, mother yourself through that moment. Say, Shauna, it's most likely going to be okay. Lie back down. Let's take a few deep breaths. Mm -hmm. This is your rest time. You need this time. And as you coach yourself through that moment, then you get up in the morning and you're like, oh my gosh, here she is. You know, it's all okay.
2: Fine. Yeah, and it just starts (laughs) challenging
0: the power of that narrative again. So there are some little tips for that.
2: Yeah, do you know what? That's really handy. It's just making making that Mm. voice quieter and making mm. the grounding mm. voice louder. It's, it's And I feel like I'm always probably gonna have this little battle, internal battle, that we probably always do. Um, I just might need to work, work on it a little bit harder than others.
0: Yeah, but that voice has, it has a purpose, doesn't it? Like it's there to keep you making good decisions, but sometimes it's just too loud and the worried yeah. voice just takes over and the sensible voice just, you know, disappears into the, into the distance. So it's like, how can I build that voice up a little bit?
1: Mm-hmm. Anna, going back to your point where you were talking about someone holding your shoulders and saying, everything's going to be all right. <clears throat> For me, that person is my husband but my husband is also 100% contributing to my mental overload. I think, <laughs> <laughs> do you, I mean, this might be a little bit far-fetched, but, you know, uh, women are from Venus, men are from Mars. Regardless of what I tell my husband to help with, how I'm feeling, um, what what I, like, it, I, I could literally go downstairs to him after this and be like, oh, I just cried my eyes out. And he will be like, oh, Why? regardless of how much I communicate and try and say you know I'm feeling really overwhelmed or feeling really really overstimulated please help me he's like well what do I do and I'm like I don't know because I don't let you do anything I don't let you do the cleaning I don't let you do the cooking I don't let you organize our admin because I'm a control freak and I still think that I can live this life whilst nurturing a baby and dogs Mm. and a husband what what do I do apart from get divorced (laughs) Tell me what to do.
2: I feel like thousands and thousands of women right
0: now are hanging onto <laughs> this answer, Anna. No, <laughs> no pressure. Okay, no worries. No pressure. I've got some Thought. of the floor is yours. <laughs> I've got some thoughts up my sleeve. Number one, know what it is that you need. Because I think as yeah. mums, we're so fixated on, what does my baby need? Are they hungry? Do they need a nap? Do they need this? Are they overstimulated? Blah, blah, blah. That actually, we totally forget to think about, what do I need? How am I feeling? Yeah. And I think then when someone says to you, Holly, when your partner says, your husband says, what do you actually need though? Like you just told me you're feeling Mm -hmm. emotional, but what do you actually need? And you're like, I don't know. You know, when you've actually asked yourself that question, then you have an answer. And often I, I do a lot of therapy with mums and the point where most mums will start crying is when I say, tell me three things you need. And it's just yeah. purely because they've lost the language and lost a yeah. grasp of what they need. So that's number one. Number two is know that when you delegate something, it might literally kill you inside because it's <laughs> not going to be done as well, as fast as you know, whatever, as, as you would do it. However, think, what am I preserving of myself by letting him do this? Mm. Yes, it might make me literally clench my bum with perfectionism. (laughs) And I just want to grab it out of his hands and just flipping make that bottle or do whatever it is. Mm. But just know, like have a little battle with yourself. And it does get easier, that in not doing it, A, he's going to get better. B, it's okay for things to be done differently, especially when it comes mm. to parenting. We want everyone to parent yeah. like we do, but actually it's really good for our kids to have different input. Um, mm. So yeah, and it, it just gets easier and know that you're preserving like a bit of energy, maybe a bit of headspace, a bit of patience for later when everything just gets stressful. Um, yeah. And the other thing is, oh, what's my, let me give you another tip. Um, <laughs> yeah, know what you need and communicate it. So. Don't forget when you became a mum you know i don't know about you but i got home from the hospital and i was like who let me out the hospital with this baby do they not know that i've never done this before yeah. i have no map yeah. i don't know what i'm doing and i think it's the same for yeah. our partners as well like we've become mm. challenged in ways that we never imagined sleep deprived in ways that we never imagined they don't have a map of how to support us through that so the more yeah. we ask ourselves what we need. You know, when you go up to him and say, you know, what, I just had an emotional meltdown and he's like, "I don't, what do you need from me? You, then you can say, you know what? I just mm-hmm. when I've had a moment like this, I just need you to give me a massive hug or I need you to get me a chocolate yeah. or what is it? And then you'll <laughs> need you to go away. <laughs> I need you to give me a little bit of physical space and know that it's nothing to do with you. It's just that I'm touched out. And the more that yeah. you can verbalize that, the more likely mm. he's going to be able to get that. Right, because we're all just trying to work it out, aren't we? I mean, we are.
1: Yeah, that's such a good such point. A, such a good point. I never thought of it like that, that we're all sort of learning as we go. Yeah.
2: yeah. Do you know, one one thing that I definitely struggle with, um, and I know I'm not on my own, I see it in my like messages on Instagram daily, um, it's not so much mentally not feeling like myself, because I feel like I'm quite good at, I, I roll with the punches, I can kind of take things in my stride mine is definitely more physically i physically don't feel like myself i physically don't look like myself i feel like i can't dress the way i want to dress because my body's not the way it used to be and i remember like three weeks after i had lucia i said to my mom like oh i've just signed up to the gym and she was like great when are you gonna go there then and i was like oh my god i can't just pick up and go to the gym whenever i want because i have a child yeah. and it hit me then like it I feel like my my problem, and I don't even want to call it a problem. I have baby weight. Everyone that, well, not everyone, but if you're very lucky, then you no, don't. No, everyone the has ma- baby weight. Let's the majority honest. of people. Everyone. Yeah, apart from my guest, Victoria Beckham or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't not only have this new body that you're trying to navigate, you also have to, you have no time. You have no time for yourself to try and. Get yourself into a, a, a better physical state or a healthier state. And I'm I'm really trying now, but I have the added pressure of having to do that in the public eye. Yeah. And like literally just this morning I had people going, I think you really need to lose the weight now and oh my god, you love your food and stuff like that. That's and just disgusting. I'm very Helpful. And like I'm very lucky that things like that, messages like that, I can't portray i can't tell you how much they do not bother me i don't care i've had real shit in my life that people on instagram telling me i need to lose weight or going do you know that you've gained weight have i (sighs) you're telling me i've gained five stone and i haven't realized what of course i've bloody realized okay yeah um but it's trying to it's trying to be present in the moment. Like I've literally said to my friends, I'm not going out until I've lost weight. Mm. And I know that's such a toxic way to think, mm. but mm. I, I I don't know how to navigate trying to lose weight, trying to look after this baby, trying to do it in the public eye. Mm. Like
0: I, I realize there's a lot for you to unpack here, okay? <laughs> that's all right. Don't worry, I'm used to it. I think, do you know what? It's okay to find that hard. Yeah. It's okay to find hard things hard. I think a lot of the things we find navigating new motherhood hard, we think I should be dealing better with this. I should be more comfortable with my body. I should be, all these shoulds come in. And actually I often just say to people, do you know what the reason you're finding it hard? Because it is hard. Your body's just completely changed. Your life has just completely changed. Your focus has changed. It's hard because it Mm. is hard. Mm -hmm. And I think making sure that you're not withholding joy from yourself and fun until you've reached a certain weight. It's like saying to your child, only when you've learned how to walk am I going to get you this toy. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like saying, you don't deserve to have a good time. You don't deserve to have these experiences until you've reached... Oh my
2: God. ...a yeah. certain I can't place. explain to you... We well, wouldn't
0: do that to them. I can't
2: explain to you. Like, I literally... I'm trying not to cry right now. The thought of mm. Lucia ever thinking that she's too skinny, too fat, mm. she needs to lose weight, like... The fault of her ever thinking that she's anything but perfection. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Just trying yeah. to breathe. The fault yeah. of her ever feeling about herself the way I feel about
0: myself. Oh my God, it breaks my heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah and I think that's, so it's, it's an eye opener, isn't it? And often we find it so yeah. much easier to find compassion and patience and acceptance for those we care about. But I think it's gonna be one of the cases of feeling the feelings and doing it anyway yes Mm -hmm. I'm finding it hard that my body doesn't feel how it normally feels I'm on a journey for that you know another one I encourage people to think of is instead of exercise thinking of of movement and trying to do movement whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like if you've had no sleep maybe it's a walk with a buggy Mm -hmm. if you've got a bit of energy maybe it's you know the gym whatever it is just make sure that it reflects where you're at and what resources you've got. Otherwise, Uh-oh. you're going to be exhausted even more so. Oh,
2: was so but, scared that was but, me. Thank God it ain't.
0: But just thinking, what am I not doing? Because I don't feel like I, I feel like I should wait until I'm a certain weight. And what would it feel like to feel that feeling and just do it anyway, challenge that narrative, show myself that I deserve and show your daughter, I deserve to have fun, whatever weight I am. I deserve to go yeah. out, whatever weight I am. What an amazing yeah. message to give to yourself, to her, and even to other people. Just be like, sod that. Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? I'm going to have fun now, the way that I am now. You are so right. Like, if we, God
2: forbid, if we went into, like, another lockdown tomorrow, oh, gosh. I would, I know I said the L word, sorry, guys, but I well, would literally think I've literally been festering away at home yeah. because I didn't want to go out. Yeah. Like, you, you're so right. You just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow.
0: Yeah so make those memories today have that fun today yeah and it brings balance to life as well don't kick the can down the road because today is really all we've all we've got really in a good way god i feel lighter already <laughs>
1: So Shauna, just going back to what you were saying then about some of the disgusting messages you've received on Instagram, social media platforms. I think talking about social media is something really important because I found myself a lot of the time wanting to come off it because I was watching other women on their maternity leave that looked so much better than mine, sitting around eating cake, (laughs) drinking coffees whilst I was at work in an office, driving around, doing whatever, changing shitty nappies. And for me, I was thinking, am I doing something wrong? Because I'm not enjoying this time. I'm also mm. like comparison was just totally, was the thief of joy like at that point in my life. I don't know if you've got any advice for that because I do see a lot yeah. of people coming off Instagram being like, I can't cope with what I'm seeing on there and how to make that better yeah. for people.
0: I think when we're tired as well, it's so much harder, isn't it? To coach ourselves through comparison because we're like hardwired as humans to believe what we mm. see. You know if you see something going on you're going to believe it because actually our brains don't have we weren't built with the awareness of social media and filters and all of this in mind so we have to work quite hard to remind ourselves that all we see is not all that is mm-hmm. and and we see all these pictures. They're like the same size. They're like right next to each other. When in reality, everyone has got different resources, different support. Yeah. They might be killing it in one area of life where actually their relationship's gone to pot in the background and they're fighting every day, yeah. but you can't see that. And yeah. the other morning between five and 7 a.m. because I wake up really early by accident, I had like journaled, I had done a workout, I'd done some yoga, I'd got dressed and I was like downstairs in the kitchen making pancakes mm. for my kids, right? Two days later, I could have looked at that picture being like, I'm a flipping failure. Yeah. But I knew that actually my kids are old enough to get themselves ready. We had a fairly chilled morning. I've got, I, I think my husband was at home that morning. Where We just do not know what support network people have, what resources they have, whether their kid just sleeps really well. I've had a refluxy baby that screamed yeah. all night. So for me to compare myself to another mum that had had like good chunks of sleep would just be unfair. Mm. So I think when you find yourself falling into that trap of comparison, just, you know, and you can't coach yourself, just just take a breather from it and remember that we're all, we start at different places. We have different behind the scenes and it's not a reflection on who you are or how good a job you're doing. We're we're not all running the same race. No. No. And it's like comparing a cow to a bird and being like, why can't you fly? Yeah, Because it hasn't got the same resources. And it's not, you know, it's just starting from a different place in life. And there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm a, like an
2: unexpected single mum, I guess you could call it. Like, um, I, I, this isn't how I was expecting my, my first baby's journey to go. And I think I have quite a bit of guilt around that. I have guilt around her not having the same upbringing I had. Uh, it's... It's just something that obviously she doesn't know now, but one day she will know. And I get scared of what people might say to her in in the playground and all of these emotions. I'm literally worrying about what's gonna happen in seven years time. Um, But I I had a real problem with saying the term single mum to begin with. I I think I'm overcoming it a little bit more each day, but I mean, what would your your words of wisdom be for me to just
0: get out of my own brain? Okay, first of all, when it comes to guilt, I think it's always really important to ask yourself because often we don't, Am I actually, have I actually done anything wrong? Yeah. Have I actually done anything wrong? No. So therefore, what's there to beat yourself up with? And I think sometimes we don't even question guilt. We just feel guilty, then we beat ourselves yeah. up. And sometimes we need to say, have I done anything? I haven't done anything wrong. You've tried your best. You know, it didn't work out. Is that your fault? No. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's okay to grieve that as well. And when we grieve stuff, when you when you feel sad that it's that it's not how you expected. Mm. I've got a book, actually. I haven't even read it, but it's called This Is Not What I Expected. And I just, I bought it because of the title it was about parenting. I think I might have wrote it. Yeah. You might have written it. Right, I, I will <laughs> read it then. But I think sometimes it's okay to say to yourself, do you know what, I'm just sad because this isn't what I expected. And as yeah. we allow ourselves to acknowledge that we feel sad or it feels unfair or sometimes we feel a bit angry about it, then we, we're we more likely to get to that place of acceptance where that identity of single mom, which you may not you may not want to take. You may think actually, I don't, I don't want to call myself that. That's what culture might call me. But it's stuff like that just doesn't sit so sharply because actually, you know, this is where you are now. Who knows where you'll be down the line? Like, you're amazing. You're a catch. Oh,
2: thank you. You know, and
0: I think it's sometimes we feel like the the identity is that we take on forever.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: just hold it really lightly and know that things will change. And as you accept where you are now... The future's less, you know. Who knows what people will say to her? Fortunately, our culture is really becoming a little bit more accepting of families looking like different setups. So yeah, you can cross that bridge when you get to it. Okay, oh, you get to
2: it. I do. I feel <laughs> so light. We're already. I'm going to go and weigh myself after <laughs> the emotional weight loss. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Anna, for joining us. If you want to find out more about what Anna has to say, please grab her brand new book, which is Raising a Happier Mother. And also another book that I... I'm literally going to run for is a perfect little book. It's called Little Book of Noon Mum Feelings, which I think we can all relate to. And as Anna describes it, if you're feeling a certain feeling, you flip to that in the book and it will have a few words of, of wisdom, some words of encouragement. And I think we could all do that on a day-to-day basis. So
1: right. thank you so much, Anna, for joining us. Thank you, Anna. You've been amazing. Thanks for
0: having me. Thank you. Please yeah. come back. <laughs> I want Anna on
1: speed dial. <laughs>
2: Well, I don't know about you and I don't know about all of our listeners, but I, for one, absolutely loved having Anna on the pod. I feel like we're definitely good. I feel like we should potentially get her back like once a month just to offload on everything that we've gone through in the previous month.
1: Honestly, I've I've got a spare room that Anna can live in if she wants to because... She's that good. She's that good. Anna may get an
2: injunction out of me because I'm there. <laughs> just one more question, Anna, please. No, honestly, I don't know what it is. I so I had to have therapy before mm. I went into Love Island. Like, what a fucking contradiction that is. I needed it after, oh, wow. but um, yeah, I needed to have therapy. And honestly, I grew so attached to my therapist. Like, mm. I loved it. And I think Anna is the first person I've spoke to since then. Where I, you just feel like it's like a diary entry and you can yeah. really just say what is on your mind about any worries or any fear of being judged.
1: Yeah, her voice made me feel like I was at home. Like it was just so calming, <laughs> soothing, and it just made me feel a warm yeah. inside. Like a hot chocolate. It's weird that we're now mums, but do you know like when you just need someone
2: to mum you yeah
1: you do don't you you
2: need, you need someone to tell you it's all gonna be okay yeah. and I feel like that's what she said and actually mean it but uh, giving birth to a human being is fucking nuts
1: yeah I know it's
2: not normal and I don't care that we've been doing it for millenniums mm. it's not fucking right okay there shouldn't be a human sized person coming out of my vagina or my belly it's not right and it's fucking scary and
1: traumatic it's so (laughs) scary it's so scary and i think a lot of the time i used to think like after cc was born every someone would say to me are you all right you're a bit quiet and i'm like yeah yeah i'm fine but then i'd walk away and burst into tears and i'd be like i I can't control that emotion because i'm I'm gonna start crying now (laughs) Oh, my God, because-
2: don't because I'll cry. I'm a crier. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say. Can I just say the irony of you saying that you used to walk away and cry <laughs> and now you're crying is not lost on me. <laughs> Are you okay? I feel like you've been quite heavy lately. You've had a yeah, lot of... I
1: have. You've had a lot of shit. I've had a lot of shit. Like, yeah. talking about that whole, like, hamster wheel effect is like, oh, my God, like, I just feel like it's one thing after the other, but... I'm yeah, not, you know, I'm trying not to let it get me down, but I think it is, and I think the more I'm trying to not let it get me down, the more I'm sort of suppressing those emotions where I just I should just scream one day in public and I might feel a lot better about it.
2: I have always considered you to be very very like spiritual very like whatever's meant to be will be yeah uh like what like what's meant for me will always find a way and i feel like you've lost it a little bit like the last the last few weeks you've just been a bit heavy yeah because
1: i'm not liking what's meant for me that's why (laughs) god got it wrong (laughs) fucking wrong rewind (laughs) Never mind a refund. Yeah. I want fucking compensation for what I've been through. The
2: Just oh, I, I remember when I was literally going through trenches of life. It was literally <laughs> like 2018, and you know when that saying's like God gives his toughest battles to his strongest so- soldiers. Did you get I, tattoos?
0: I'm not, I'm not strong.
2: Listen, <laughs> I was out there on my own fighting an army. If you could have seen the way my 2018 was set up, woo! God was like, "You gonna a day, girl. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. not strong enough yet."
1: I know. (laughs) I know.
2: So what from Anna what from Anna's chat are you gonna put into motion this week? Because as of next week, I'm setting you homework. As of next week, I want happy Holly back. Not heavy Holly. (laughs) I want happy Holly back.
1: Okay? Okay. Um I am putting into motion um the three things that I need. I liked that, what Anna said. And I think with with Jodie and probably with all men, lots of women will understand this, is that you have to be very logical. So, you know, just saying to him, just don't talk, shut up and just give me a hug. Mm. I really like that one. (laughs) Um, And I think, you know, saying three things that I want help with, it's it's really funny she said that because yesterday I actually set him a to-do list because I'm a mini Hitler. Um, I gave him a list of things (laughs) that I wanted him to do around the house. And it worked because that evening he sent it back to me with all the ticks, and then he said Aww. something that he thinks he deserves from ticking all the boxes. I'm sure your imagination can um, <laughs> help you with that one, but um, I really appreciate your support.
2: No, honestly, we're all allowed to feel our feels, like, and I, I have a tendency to like minimize like shit that I'm going through. Yeah. Um. Because I feel like if I trick myself into thinking that it's not that heavy, then maybe I won't realise it's that heavy. Yeah. But we're, we're more than entitled to have a shit day. Yeah,
1: it's okay. I'm proud of you for talking about the guilt and the, the single mum stuff. Because I do think you think more into that than you need to.
2: Do you know what it is? And my mum's probably going to love this. But I feel like I'm, I'm not entitled to call myself a single mum. Because mm-hmm. I live with my mum at the minute. And my mum <laughs> helps. So no. I feel like she's going to be like, this bitch can
1: calling herself a single mum.
2: All tell right, you what, love.
1: Like, I'll swap you for the week. And then I think you'll be pretty pleased to be a single mum, babe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I just feel like there's other single mums out there that live on their own, have more than one kid, and are literally... Warriors like heroes. So I feel like little old me calling myself a single mum with my weekly blow dryer subscription and a, a living cleaner. Like I just feel like it's, I just don't deserve it.
1: <laughs> no, don't be silly. You deserve it all. You're very good, and I, I think you've you've took a lot on and you're handling it a lot better than most, especially with all the bullshit you get online. So I'm proud of you. I know fuck fuck <laughs>
2: Make sure you run and do not walk to go and get Anna's books. They are self-help books. We've got Raising a Happier Mother because can't have a happy baby without a happy mum and also one that I'm definitely going to be getting which is the little book of noon mum feelings and Anna is on Instagram at Anna Martha we'll put the the spelling of that in the uh, episode description so you make sure you can get it and she has honestly so much advice on there so not just the books but Anna on Instagram as well is incredible so thank you so much Anna for joining us and thank you listeners for for listening to us
1: Thank you for joining us again for another episode of Us and Our Therapy Sessions. (laughs) Um, Us trying to navigate this wild and wonderful world of motherhood. We really appreciate your support and again we would love for you to get in touch. Uh, so please do yeah. follow the show on at Obaby oh underscore pod on Instagram and on TikTok at obaby, oh and don't forget to send your emails to obaby@bauermedia.co.uk. Oh at bowermedia.co.uk you know as we said before send in your stories, your voice notes, your pictures, your videos and follow us wherever you get your podcasts
2: I can't tell you how much I love it when people say to me oh like I was listening to your podcast Like, you just don't understand how proud I am for us to have this platform and to know that there's listeners out there yeah someone's actually listening to this no please please let us know what you think and do you know what like I've I've said it on my Instagram today but I had a few nasty well nasty in like inverted commas because they don't actually hurt me but like I had a few trolls messaging me today about my weight and I wanted to reply to them if you said that my podcast was shit I would have been gutted yeah (laughs) but you just called me fat like I don't care about that (laughs) so that's how much this podcast means to me okay we've got so many fabulous guests lined up for you and when we don't have guests it's just us it's so just us. we're still fabulous
1: we're <laughs> still fab I really need a wine
2: Holly that that deep breath I felt that from here are you okay <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Holly's oh, gonna go and have a lay down
1: <laughs> see you next week see you next week bye, bye.
2: Oh, my producer's going to kill me because I keep fidgeting. I can't stop fidgeting. And I, I've been told off, I need to just sit still. Yeah,
1: my, I'm breathing really, really <laughs> heavy today. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm scared it's going to come across really wrong on, on the microphone. <laughs> really out of breath. Okay. <laughs>